the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I'm praying is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called recovery and restoration. That I really hope is being a blessing to you. Saints of God, our God is good to us. He not only saved us, but he made awesome promises available to us. In Joel chapter 2, we'll find one of those promises that God made to me and you. It's a promise that he'll restore everything that was lost and or stolen from me and you. That's if we believe God's promise is true and let God fulfill in our lives the promise he made to me and you. That's why I'm excited to share with you a little more today about what the Bible has to say about the recovery and restoration that God wants to cause to come to pass in our lives so that both me and you can experience in our lives the recovery and restoration that God wants to bring in our lives. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got your Bible, which I invite you to turn to Joel chapter 2. And come on, let's dive back into that word that God gave me to give you. So that we can all benefit from this awesome opportunity that's being presented to me and you. Of course, the title of the message is Recovery and Restoration. Well, this is a time where God is causing recovery and restoration of all that it is that the devil has stolen so that we can be able to get back in our lives and back in control of everything that was once stolen. Well, God is restoring the years that the canker worm has eaten and the palmer worm and his, that great army that came amongst us. Praise God. But that's all right. They're going to have to cough it up. They're going to have to give it up. Praise God and give it back to us in Jesus' name. That's our stuff. Say, that's my stuff. Amen. Amen. Praise God. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's, it's not his. It's, it's, it's ours. Praise God. And we, we're supposed to get our stuff back. Praise God. God is pumping in faith in you right now so he can get to doing in your life what he wants to do. He's already started it. But can I tell you ahead of time, it's just a trickle of what is about to happen to you. Hallelujah. Because he's filling you with faith right now. Praise God. And then you're going to slip up and believe this thing one day. Praise God. You're going to slip up and believe. And when you do, it's going to kick in gear. Praise God. And stuff's going to come flooding back to you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Shatarabosa. Flooding, 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 I say. Flooding is the way it's going to come your way. Not in trickles or in little bits here and there. But everywhere you look, you're going to see here it comes. Here's another one coming up in here. Well, all the things that I've promised you are going to be manifesting for you because my word is true and I do what I say I will do. Right now, I'm preparing you for what it is that I'm about to do. I'm sharing with you what I'm about to do because I've come to those who I love. I come to my friends, too, and I've been sharing with them what I'm going to do. 
And just as sure as you're sitting there, you're going to see the manifestation of everything that I say to you. If you have the faith that I share with you. For my word is faith that I'm pouring in you. My word is a precursor of what I'm going to do. I'm giving you a glimpse of what it is that I'm going to do. So that you can get the faith that I'll do it to. Don't look at what's happening now to know what's going to happen then. Just hear what I'm saying now so that you can see what I'm going to do then. And then one day, like a thief in the night, I'm going to cause everything in your life to be right. And I'm going to restore to you everything I said to you. Understand that my word is true. Not only are the things going to come back, the people are going to come back too. And even, even things that I have not yet had my servant share with you are going to be coming too. But just know that it's true. That I'm preparing you so that you can be ready to not miss out on what's about to happen. Because a wave is going to come through. Put all your stuff on it. A wave is what I'm going to give and I know where you live. And I'll deliver it right to the home of you. You won't have to search for it, look for it. Just be ready for it. Because it's coming. Just like I said it is. Because when the people see what I'll do through thee, then they're going to come flooding to me. Because I'm going to sow a flood and I'm going to reap a flood too. I'm going to sow things that are valuable to you so I can receive what's valuable to me. So hear what I say. Believe what I say. And restoration and recovery is going to come your way. (laughs) I'm repairing your nets. Mending them tight so that you can be prepared to do what I told you you were going to do both day and night. Helping things get right. Joel chapter 2. Foundational text is a teaching that we learned. And I'm telling you, we've been, this good teaching we're getting. Praise God. Hallelujah. Joel chapter 2. I'm enjoying it. I hope you're enjoying it too. I'm gaining faith like a mug. Praise God. Hope you are too. Joel chapter 2. Let's begin reading in verse 21. I love the Lord. Praise God. Verse 21 says, Fear not, O land, and be glad, and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pasture of the wilderness do spring. For the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floor shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that have dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. This is the word of the Lord. Praise God. And he's sharing with us. Praise God. He is. I got any he is up in the house. Praise God. He's sharing this with his. He's 
telegraphing his punch, telling you what round this is going to go down. He's telling you exactly what he's going to do. He's going to call restoration to be able to come to me and you. Restoration of all the years that the devil has stolen. All the years and the dollars that were spent during those years that were stolen. All the time and everything else that is rightfully yours and mine. God says, I'm going to bring full restoration back to you of everything that, that was given to you. Once again, he showed it to us in the Old Testament. He did it with the children of Israel. 430 years they were in bondage collectively. Praise God. But to one generation came back everything that was stolen for all the generations. Praise God. And they all re- they received that for them and their lineage too. Praise God. Get ready when the restoration comes. It's going to be prepared to be able to receive for you and your lineage too. Which means all the ones that have already gone on to be for the Lord before you. They stuff is going to come to you too. Praise God. I'm just uh-huh. Uh-huh. I remember, I remember, I remember just, you know, I'm remembering, praise God I, I remember, Lord, I believe he bringing it back to my remembrance, I'm remembering, praise God when we was over in Babcock, praise God we used to have a, a, a church over on the church initially was on a street called Babcock, 6565 Babcock Road, praise God Suites 10 through 13, that's where we were at that time, praise God I remember the Lord came to us and spoke to us one day, at least to me, praise God, through me to the ones that was listening to. And there was a number of people in the room, praise God, at that time. Not a lot, just a number of people in the room now. And he said, you're going to have more millionaires in here than you have members presently. He said, you're going to have more millionaires in here than you have members presently. He said, some will be brought and some will be taught. That's what he said. He said, he said, that's what he said. So when he's talking about coming back from generations of stuff, coming back to me and you, generations of what was stolen, it's going to come to me and you. Generations of stuff. Look at your neighbors. I think you might be looking at one of them millionaires. Praise God. I think you might be looking at one of those millionaires. Praise God. Amen. I think you might be looking at one of those millionaires. Praise God. Hallelujah. It said might be looking at one of them millionaires. Turn around and look at somebody behind you and say, I th- I, 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 actually, I think you are looking at one of them millionaires. I really think you are looking at one of them millionaires. I, I, I really think you are looking at one of them millionaires. So come on, look at somebody else and say, no, I know you looking at one of them millionaires. I know you looking at one of them millionaires. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. But that's not what we're talking about tonight. Because <laughs> right now, we're just talking about the restoration of relationships. Somebody that we can share some of this with, too. Somebody that we can enjoy some of this with, too. Restoration of relationships. We found out that God can and will restore broken relationships. That he's already said he's going to turn hearts of the fathers back to the sons and the sons to the fathers and the mothers to the daughters and the, and the, and the daughters to the mothers and the mothers to the sons and the sons to the mothers and the fathers to the daughters and the daughters to the fathers. He's going to turn hearts of the husbands back to the wives and the wives back to the husband and, the, and, 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 and vice versa too. He's going to turn 
hearts back to people that we were supposed to be with too. People that where the Holy Ghost hookups to God came through and put together, but Satan came through and destroyed right after that. And, 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 and God's putting it all back together again. Praise God. And he's going to put it back together the way it's supposed to be. Marriages that might even still be there, but they're not intact like they're supposed to be. God says he's going to cause restoration to happen to those too. So they can get that twinkle back in their eye, that pep back in their step. Praise God when they think about one another and not trying to figure out how to step away from one another. Praise God. God's going to restore the whole thing. And I'm excited about it in Jesus' name. Last time we got together, praise God, we found out, though, since that's going to happen, we have to learn, though, how to take down the walls of partition that are between broken relationships. Because once a broken relationship occurs, walls of partition are formed there. Right there, there. Walls of petition are formed there. But we started learning that in order for this to be able to happen, then we have to do just like Jesus did when he restored us back to the Father, is that he tore down the walls of petition that was between us and the Father. And since he tore down the walls of petition that's between us and the Father, and that demonstrated a relationship that had been broken, then, of course, he told us to be imitators of him. So we have to learn how to tear down the walls of petition that's between us and whoever it was that the relationship was broken. Because Christ shows us what we need to do in order to be able to have peace operate in our life like it's supposed to. Peace between two estranged parties. Such a way was they're not in the, in the relationship that they once were. And they don't, aren't in the fellowship that they once were. God can restore that. He did it with us and him, which is, was the most difficult one that could ever be done. And since that one was done, the rest of them get easy after that. Because all we have to do is operate in that same love and operate and follow his directions. And we can do the same things too. But first we have to identify what those petitions were. Last time we got together, we found out one of those walls of petitions that exist between people is the wall of offense. Offense. Because once a person gets offended because of what happened or offended because of what went down in the relationship, they become a hard person to win back. Because we found out it is easier to go in and for one man to go in and win a city and, and capture a city than it is for you to get one person back that was offended. Once offense occurs, blame gets involved. And once blame gets involved, it demonstrates that Satan is involved. And Satan comes not before to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to divide the house so he can fall. Offense opens the door for betrayal and hatred. We found that out last time. So when we're trying to recover and restore a broken relationship, we should do everything we can to be able to not let ourselves be and or remain in offense. That we can't be offended by what happened because that'll stop us from being able to be restored back together after that happened. We have to learn to put down the offense and, 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 and don't hold up the offense so that we can be able to restore our relationship with another one. We found out also another wall of perdition that exists between people we found out is a wall of anger. The wall of anger. Because anger is a wall of petition that makes the recovery and restoration of relationships difficult because anger contributes to strife. And because we are now angry because of what happened to us, angry about how they played us, angry about how they did us, especially when we don't believe we deserved what came our way too, but they did it anyway, so I'm angry at you. So that even when God brings back a person back with us, if that wall of petition is still between us, then it will gender strife between us. It'll contribute to the strife between us because angry people are guaranteed to stir up strife, according to the Bible. They're guaranteed to stir up strife. Why? Because anger causes people to be more apt to be vicious toward one another. You know, 
You, you know, you did this to me. I'm gonna make I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you pay for that. Praise God. You know, how we make people pay for stuff. Praise God. Because you know, hurting people hurt people. Amen. But angry people anger people. Praise God. And ain't nobody gonna be around an angry person for too long. Praise God. Angry people act foolishly, and therefore aren't people with whom one wants to desire to spend their relationships with. Nobody wants to be around an angry person. So if we're going to have a recovered and restored restoration of our relationship, then we have to stop operating in anger and wrath. I said we have to stop operating in anger and wrath. I said we have to stop operating in anger and wrath. Because stopping operating in anger is necessary if the broken relationship is going to be recovered and restored. Let's go into another one of the walls of perdition that exists between people who have broken relationships. Praise God. It's called the wall of pride. It's called the wall of pride where one or both parties in the midst of a broken relationship are in pride and therefore won't do what needs to be done to bring recovery and restoration to the relationship. They're in pride now because of what happened to them. Turn to Proverbs chapter 13. Let's walk through scripture and see what this pride does and why it's so important to get rid of it. Tear down this wall of petition that's between us. Sometimes we are just too proud to have our relationship restored. We become too proud to have our relationship restored. Our pride gets in the way. What we look like in people's eyes, at least what we think we look like in people's eyes. And and, and, and our assessment of ourselves as a result of, you know, that we get in the way of what God has in store for us. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 10. It reads like this. Only by pride cometh contention, but with a well-advised is wisdom. Well, God has given us wisdom by telling us that we need to tear down uh, the wall of pride. Why? Because only by pride cometh contention. Pride is always involved in strife and contentions, especially those which end relationships. Pride is always involved in strife and contentions. Praise God, especially those which in relationships. Praise God. Why is that? Because, because before it even gets to that point, one of the two could have backed up out of that. Before it even gets to that point, one or if not both of them could have backed up out of it. Because there's a progression to strife. There's a, pro- a progression to this foolishness. And if you understand the progression, then you can shut it down at any time. But some people, they won't back up because they say, no, you back up. I'm not going to back up. And then pride kicks in. And then, oh, it gets real bad then because it causes contention. The word contention means quarrels, quarrels. It's kind of like a wrestling match where each one is trying to get ascendancy on another. Each one is trying to get the one up on the other, you know, in such a way as one wants to be a winner and one wants to be a loser. Excuse me, one wants to be a winner and neither one wants to be a loser. But at the same time, anytime you're in a relationship, praise God, then anytime one is made a winner and causes the other one to be a loser, you actually all become a loser because then the relationship is damaged after that. Everybody likes to win. Nobody likes to lose. Praise God. Because that just invokes more pride because now I'm lost, you know, to you on top of it. So that means I have a huge problem with you because I feel like I lost something to you. And I'm going to show you later that I'm still the one that's in that run this, and I'm the one that do this too, whatever, you know. The word contention means quarrel, quarrel. Well, there's a quarrel that goes on between us. We get to quarreling as long as pride is around. 
we will quarrel with one another as long as pride's around. Don't matter what we quarrel over. We'll just quarrel, praise God. We'll quarrel over what we're watching on TV. We'll quarrel on whether we're going to watch TV. We'll quarrel about how loud the TV is on if we're watching the TV. We'll quarrel about who's sitting where while we're watching TV. Hey, man, we'll quarrel. We'll quarrel. We'll just quarrel. Praise God. We'll just quarrel with one another. Why? Because pride builds a wall of, of strife and contention between people. They become a wall of strife between people. Whereas we can never get back with one another like we're supposed to. Many times because of the quarrels that happened in the past. We still think about them and we remember what they did too. Turn over to Hosea chapter 7 please. Thank you Lord Jesus. Hosea. You know Hosea, Joel, Amos. Praise God. Hosea. Hosea chapter 7. See the same pride that was involved in ending the relationship is the same pride that hinders the recovery and restoration of, of those broken relationships. That same pride that was involved in ending the relationship is the same pride that hinders the recovery and restoration. Because once that pride gets there, it don't go nowhere. It's going to stay there. Praise God. Amen. Hosea chapter 7 verse 10. Now, of course, this is talking about, you know, you know Israel and being broke off from God. And of course, God was doing everything necessary in order to be able to restore Israel back to the place that they were. But at the same time, even though God was doing everything he could be doing, excuse me, everything he was doing in order to be able to restore Israel back at that time, a lot of folk in Israel were still hard-headed at that time. Why? And the Bible tells us why. Hosea chapter 7 verse 10 says, And the pride of Israel testified to his faith, and they do not return to the Lord their God, nor seek him for all this. Talking about all this is the... Is the pride that they had. Look at that. The pride of Israel testifies to his face. And they do not return to the Lord their God, nor seek him for all this. See, pride will cause a person to not return to being in relationship with a person after the relationship is broken. After the relationship is broken, pride will cause a person not to return to being in a relationship with another person. Even if they secretly want to restore the relationship with the person. You know, back then, back of the head, they want to restore it. But they still won't because of pride. Pride gets in the way. It's a wall of petition. They, won't, they don't want to look weak. They don't want to look like, 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 like I miss them. I don't miss you. I don't need to be with you. They don't want to look like they need you. They, don't want to, they need somebody. Whatever. You know, whatever... It, however, it's, gonna, it's just going to testify. It's going to be all over your face. Pride's going to be all over your face. It's going to testify. But people can look in your face and, mm-hmm, pride. Yeah, that's the reason why you won't do it. Because why? The way it's already been made, it's already laid, it's already paid. All you got to do is step into it and they're like, no, you step. Pride. No, I ain't going to do it. They just won't do it. Pride. And pride gets in the way. Of a restoration occurring like it's supposed to in them day. Because a person gets so filled up with pride that they will not even step through when the door has been opened to them to be able to step through. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say about the recovery and restoration that God wants to bring our way. I hope that I'm making it clear that God your Father wants to bring recovery and restoration near to all those who have an ear to hear what He has to say. His word is clear that he's willing and wanting to do it 
So come on, let's let God do it. Let's let him bring recovery and restoration into our lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road, San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, if you don't have a ride or you're in need of a ride, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. That'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I've got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You'll go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. Oh, and by the way, your boo is who you're married to. Your marriage will never be the same. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.